Hey everyone, how you doing? First off, happy Easter and welcome back to NCAST. Uh, so today's episode is called Tulumide. And I would just want to make like a pre-recorded message just to mention that on this episode we did have an interview with Miss Tulumide through Skype and the audio is a little bit messed up. Like um, there's background noise. Uh, she lives in the city, so you can hear the train running by and stuff like that. And I just want to apologize for that in advance. And I hope everybody has a blessed Easter and is keeping the anxiety low and staying safe while COVID-19 is coming out. And remember that it's about time to spend your family and honing your skills and just improving yourself as an individual. So try to stay positive. Okay, so I start the episode. Have you been? I'm fine, thank you. Good, 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 good. What's uh, what's what's new with life? I know I, we're we're in a quarantine, so you gotta stay in the house and everything. Yes, yes, I've been in the house for gosh, I think this is going on three weeks. It started like, is it mid March? Yeah, mid March. Towards the end of March, yeah. Yeah, and then now we're on Easter weekend and. Still indoors, you know. Thank God I have a balcony, so I'm able to get some fresh air. Mm-hmm. Um, I've stepped out once to do groceries and bulk shopping, getting as much as possible, and just been working with what I've got. So yeah, now it's like required to wear a face mask when yeah. you go to the uh, grocery store. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I started wearing the face mask even before the, the yeah, same. I just always felt that. Uh, I mean. People who have symptoms that are asymptomatic might as well just wear the face mask <laughs> at the end of the day. So I'd already started from, I mean, from January when I went out to the Grammys early on this year. It was when, you know, it was really starting to build up in, uh, in China. And so luckily the hotel I stayed at, you know, just on my, before I went to the airport, I asked them if they had any mask and then I got, you know, I got one from them. So. I sort of have things that I've been using, you know. I mean, I just have to, you know, throw it in the bar <laughs> when I come back to the one I have. But yeah, so far, you know, I've been using that. Sometimes I use my scarf and just double it up. Yeah, everything just you can use because people are running out of face masks. So, like, people are using scarves, bandanas, just anything to cover their face. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they should, you know, taking precaution and being safe. It's yes. a good thing. Yes, it is. So, Tulu, you're a musician, right? Yes. Musician. Yes, yes. Tell tell us uh, about what you do for your career. I guess if you want to talk about your job first, I know you're in the media production field. 
but you're also like into music. So either or, whichever one you want to talk about first. Well, it all began. Uh, I guess for myself, I'm, uh, I mean, I started off my. Um, let's see. I think singing probably started it off. I went to high school in Nigeria. I'm just gonna kind of give a backstory just so. Okay. You don't know me. We just have a bit of a glimpse. I um, I was born in Canada, and then I went to my middle school and high school in Nigeria. My parents moved back there, so I went back there. And then I went back to Canada for my um, undergrad studies in fine arts. And while I was there, I was part of an all-female reggae band, and, and I was doing that as a side gig, you know, in addition to going to school. So it was kind of my first kind of introduction to the entertainment, you know, industry, singing, performing, you know, getting paid, recording, and uh, doing it with the group. Sorry, I'm close to the metro, so you can hear the... <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yes, and I'm in, my ba- I'm in my balcony, so, it's, you know, just to kind of get some fresh air and have some bright light for this interview. Um, so anyways, while I was there, even though I did sing quite a bit while I was in high school in Nigeria, I sang, um, I had a little, like, small, you know, duet group with a friend of mine to see and we'll do like dancey choreographed you know singing together and then also um, you know I sang in the choir then I sang in the cultural dance group we have there in Nigeria so I had already been singing so for a while for a while so when I got the gig in um, Toronto this was just before I got to university because I had to do um, what's called grade 13 they don't have it anymore but there in Ontario you'd have to not like here in America where you have SATs there they'll take your grades from grade 13 so once you get to grade 13 you take all the courses you want and those grades you get from there is what you use to apply to get to university mm. and you know based on your grades from that so I got into school and I decided to study fine arts and I majored in you know I specialize in graphic design and so with graphic design um, when I finished you know studying there, going to school, and then I was like, okay, now it's time for Korea, and then an opportunity came up in the States. I moved, and of course, once I moved, I also moved from the band, and uh, I had been with the band, really, from all throughout college, while, you know, I got in while I was in, like, my, you know, the final months of my grade 13 time, and then just stayed on all through college, through five years in college, so I was with the band for almost six years, mm. and of course, coming to the States, coming, moving to Baltimore, I, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, music was cool. Now I got to focus on the career thing. Yeah, yeah. Do the, you know, do the now. It's like, you know, time to get serious with life and, you know, this degree that I've got. So I became a graphic designer and worked in the, uh, in the broadcast industry. So worked for Fox 45. That was my first job out of college. Well, first full-time job, actually. I had a few, of course, side gigs while I was in college, in addition to being with the band. But band, yeah. My first um, job um, in my field was with Fox Perfect, a Fox affiliate in Baltimore, and I did that for a few years. And that's, I've been in the broadcast industry ever since. So now, starting a solo career started probably about two to three years in, to working full time and I just still felt like you know I was I would do little small gigs here for you know like a friend's wedding or cousin's wedding and I still felt like man you know is this this can't be it I still love to sing what can I do with it you know while I'm still able to let me just give it a shot you know so I just started you know going around 
Baltimore, introducing myself as a singer, going to open mics, open mics where it's an open forum where there's like loads of different musicians and artists coming together to just share their art, share their craft. And from there on, it just slowly, I just slowly built, you know, the brand. And because I'm in also a graphic designer, I was able to kind of manage my brand and what I want to see, you know, representing me. Yeah. And then slowly kind of build on, okay, well, what do I want to sing about? How can I, you know, and, and uh, you know, eventually I figured, well, okay, I want to sing, but, you know, how, you know, what can I sing? So then it, it now propelled me to like, okay, I guess I have to start songwriting, like learning how to write songs so that I can actually sing the song that I write about. So, you know, from there on, then it just became, okay, well, okay, I got this one song out. So now, what you know? Let me get another song. Let me you know see how people feel about this one. See if I can get some invites to perform. And yeah, this is now going on what at least over ten years later, and I'm still in the game. So hopefully, I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah, you're doing you're doing well. I like it. I like it. You know, my favorite song still my love. My and, love. Uh, yeah, like even I, I know I was in the music video for like a brief second, but I listened to it like what. That was like six, seven years ago, I guess, when you recorded it or something. Oh, it was a while back now. Yeah. But yeah, like now, like here and there, I'll think about that song. I lo- yeah, I, I loved it. Like, it's a great, it's a great song. It's amazing because that was released. Um, the video for the song and the video for that was released in 2010. So this is actually 10 years. 10 later. years now. Yeah, 10. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's amazing. So. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, I, I was grateful for all the feedback I got for My Love. You know, that was the title track. And then it was the, you know, the the title of the album I released, you know, then in 2010. And before then, I had had a few singles out because I was still, you know, I'd known the experience that I've had. I had had, you know, with the group, you know, when I was part of the reggae group. It's called, it was called, it's, it was called Women Around Things. And so then I also, you know, I was like at the point of where I, re- I was like, man, I gotta get my heritage, my Niger, my Nigerian heritage into yeah. the mix. But I also love R and B, and I love reggae, and I love funk, and I love soul, and I love gospel. So at that time, I was really like, okay, how can I fuse all these genres that I love so much into this melting pot? So the primary was definitely the R and B and the inspiration and and the Afro pop element of it and I think uh, I mean so far with the feedback I got I think it was kind of refreshing to most of the listeners I got to kind of get that diverse range and in addition I felt like also the the music scene in Africa and Nigeria was just really really you know just bubbling you know there was a thirst for you know just you know all, all like ethnic music music from home you know our people music which was different from me, you know, when I was growing up there, because really most of the time it was like, we don't want to hear hip-hop, R&B, like anything that was ethnic, Nigerian, it was like, okay, that was it, you know, you'd hear that wedding. We talk about this all the time. Every time we meet up, we talk about this. I, was, I didn't, I mean, it was literally like maybe 20%, I mean, you know, I'm gonna, let me give it like 30%, 30% Nigerian music and then, no, it's But like, but we, we're like, when we, at family events, we would talk about how like, oh, little backstory to lose my cousin so like yeah. Yeah, she, she's even she's even like babysat me because i'm a baby cousin and all that but um we, at family events we would talk about how like ever since like i would guess like 2014 15 that's when like afro beats and uh, african culture music started getting popular especially in america Tulu, you there yes i'm here 
Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, you froze for a sec. But okay, yeah. But like I was saying, um, yeah, it just started coming to like at least American culture, like Afrobeats and all that stuff. It wasn't always like popularized, so that's why she was mentioning like, it, like she wasn't growing growing up with that, and it's yeah. very true. Yeah. So imagine it's kind of like similar, like 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 I was growing up with like pretty much what was hot and you know raining here in, in the states in America. Yeah. Your tribe called your you know. Which is every you know Queen Latifah, you know Brandy, Mary J. Blige, you yeah. know all. I mean all. all yeah. Right. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. I mean that. Those are all like you know. I mean that's all on my playlist. All those are all artists that I um, really um, lots of the underground. Oh my gosh! There's been some great. I mean pioneers in this, but really that was you know Whitney Houston, of course, of the pop stars too, Gladys Knight, mm-hmm. you know your um, so all those um, artists were who you know who else is still back there. So it was really refreshing to now, now later on to now be like, oh my gosh, the music is now re- is now kind of shifting from where it was like you know seventy eighty percent American and then the Nigerian music was just a few, you know, maybe twenty thirty percent. But now it's like sometimes you go to the like events and parties and it's like it's almost hundred percent Nigerian yeah. and it's, it's hip, it's like funky, it's like danceable it's like you know it's not cool <laughs> it's not cool to play you know african music at like you know you know like millennial parties or you know or even you know just regular parties now so that's been kind of cool to see it's a nice shift yeah a really it's a, nice shift it's a nice shift and definitely i feel very um you know just proud to be part of the movement proud to be part of this this time that are you know like all, all African cultures are just being like embraced you know and I feel like it's also kind of helping like people around the world learn to about more about you know like Africa with the lingos that they add to the songs the pidgin English sometimes the, like the different dialects you know sometimes you hear you know some words in Yoruba or in Igbo you know all that or even the Ghanaian so I mean South I mean Kenya, so I mean, there's like just such a nice fusion of ways that you can explore and learn about like other cultures in Africa or you know all of African heritage, really. So that's been just so amazing. Yeah, I love it. It's like a like I have a podcast episode talking about paradigm shift, like just a shift in the culture, shift in society. Is the old traditional way. It's just not working for like the new modern day world. So like people are trying to mix it up and trying to find new ways, new elements, just add to society. I'm loving it, honestly. Just adding it to the mix, you know. So what are your future plans? What do you what do you plan on doing with your music and your career and stuff like that? Well, um, I'm hoping to just keep doing, you know, keep putting out music. My um, last. EP that I released uh, in 2018 was called, well, it's called Mama Sunshine, and it was an acoustic project, you know, five songs, and I just, you know, I, I love, you know, what I started off with, but I also wanted to just explore a bit more of the acoustic um, elements and giving a bit more organic um, instrumentation to some of the songs I had written, you know, so that's the last project I released and then the next one I'm working on that I'm really hoping to release this year too is entitled Suya So. So, you know, through the journey, through the last 10 years of making music and performing, you know, I guess I was also kind of on this journey of like, okay, how do I really define what I'm doing? Because it's, 
I mean, yes, it has some elements of R&B. Does, does it really fit just solely in R&B? And then it has elements of African pop and inspiration and some reggae. So I said, okay, I'm just going to come up with my own genre for myself. And so I named, you know, hey. named <laughs> Suyasu. So it's called Suyasu. Suyasu. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> all right, okay. And I mean, I mean, if I could think to explain it, it's really a fusion of your, you know, soul, you know, you know, music from the heart, plus Afri, you know, Af- you know, African music, really a fusion of that. So R and B plus African music, all kind of just fused together. So still giving, you know, still giving, you know, that soulful type of vibes, which I love so much, but also being able to el- um, incorporate my heritage, my. Nigerian heritage plus just African heritage too in general you know because another thing I found that I love to explore is like different languages from the motherland from Africa you know languages mm. of Swahili you know I mean from other parts of um, you know Kenya or from South Africa and so sometimes there have been moments of with some songs I try and find like little words that I can just kind of drop in there I mean my my native language is Yoruba so that's you know that, that's not going nowhere <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so, read that in but um, yeah definitely I mean this year I'm hoping to release I mean I have one single that I released last year that's going to be on the album entitled Beautiful okay. and uh, I have other songs that you know I'm cooking I'm making it spicy and for those who don't know Suya is like a what is a beef kebab um, but it can be, it can also be vegetarian for the vegetarians out there. But it's really the, the major thing is the spice that goes onto it. Like the spice is just oh my gosh, so awesome! It's like the fusion of like peppers, like you know, like real hot spicy peppers with I ginger. And, and, oh my! <laughs> I, I love and, it. Every every time I go to um, so I guess you want to tell our audience about um African Fest that we have, uh, or I guess uh, Niger Fest we used to have every summer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the thing that I'm part of is Fest Africa, and that's an African okay. Okay, Fest Africa. Okay. Started off as Niger Fest because you know we started off as you know it was a group of Nigerians, you know Nigerian youth in the DMV. When I say DMV, that means DC, Maryland, Virginia, and well based in Baltimore. So we formed a nonprofit called Nigerian Youth Association, and from there we were like, okay, how can we? give back to our community and also share our culture people can come and learn and all that so we started off as just really a small festival in Baltimore and uh, it just like blossomed and then a few years into it we just thought well there's really no other festival really that's just celebrating African culture so we rebranded and changed the name of the festival from Niger Fest Niger is like a slang for Nigerian for being Nigerian really so we changed from Niger Fest to Fest Africa so it was now a rebranding to celebrate everyone, to celebrate and to really display everyone of African heritage. So then that that included, you know, definitely from from Africa, then from the Caribbean, and also here, African American brothers and sisters, really. Yeah. And having there be like a bit more of an exchange, you know, because there's so much we have to learn from them. We have to learn from each other. But they can learn from us and. We really wanted it to be like a fusion of a time of us all coming together to celebrate our, our you know, celebrate oneness, our uniqueness, the diversity in all of us that are here in the diaspora. Uh, so it involved, you know, artists from that are local artists here, plus artists that come from back home. Um, and yeah, we've been running for 15 years. It took a bit of a break, just kind of restructure, and it's been about a two-year break. But we're definitely pushing, pushing to come back. 
uh, bigger and stronger. And um, yeah, if anyone wants any details about that, certainly go to the we- our website, uh, pestafricausa.com, and sign the email so that we can keep you posted with when we're, you know, back on the scene. But um, yeah, it, it was an awesome rain two-day free festival um, outdoors. You know, it's just a good time, a good time together. Have a lot of, you know, and with vendors, with entertainment, with fashion shows, with um, you know, events for the kids. I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm grateful for all the feedback we got about, like, just a lot of communities just being so grateful, a lot of people, really, that's what being so grateful for this outlet, this this space to just kind of come and celebrate us, celebrate, you know. You're creating the atmosphere, you know, just yeah. for, it's all of African culture, whether it's countries in Africa, countries in South America, just all over the world, globally, coming to the right. DMV. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Well, all what I mean, well, Africans are everywhere in this world. There's no way you won't find an African. <laughs> you know, wherever, wherever we are, you know, it's worth just celebrating. You know, uh, you know just our diversity and uh, our strength, really. And um, there's just so much, so much colors of the culture. And I'm, I'm just grateful to be part of, you know, part you know, to be African. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Um what I did want to mention is, um, remember that song Self Aware that I put on my Instagram page? Uh, that I made with, uh, Debbie? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, Debbie liked the song. I had to do, we had to mix up a lot of it. And uh, I think we're going to drop it as a single. So, oh. I'm, I'm telling people, I'm telling people on the, um, on the podcast too. So, we're going to drop it as a single. Um, and she's getting mixed and mastered right now. Uh, oh my gosh, that's gonna be do- okay. Yeah. Oh yes, keep me posted, guys. I'll, I'll keep you posted about it. So yeah, so even in my free time, I'll find to make like music here and there. I guess it's just in our family. I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, so it's just in our family. So yeah, in our free time, I, I announced that and stuff like that. I don't know when it's gonna drop because she said it's still getting mixed and mastered, but. I'm definitely gonna keep it on the post and all that stuff, and maybe one day you, me, Debbie could all make a song. Like, why not? <laughs> so down, just let me know. I'm so down. That'll be, that'll be, be a farm, a farm project. That family affair project. You hot like fire. <laughs> like so, yeah. Are you be banger? I love it. I love it. I love it. All these are just words to just describe hit, hit, hit songs, hit projects. Yeah, family affair. But um, so I'm really out of a lot of questions. But is there anything you want to tell my audience and so we uh close out this podcast? Like closing thoughts. I like doing closing thoughts at the end of my podcast. Like leave uh, my audience with like something to like take away from the podcast. You know. Well, um, well, I want to give it. Well, I want to give a shout out to you. I um, I you know, it's it's always wonderful. I mean. As she said, that I did babysit uh, <laughs> years ago. It's been a long time, but yeah. to just see him blossom and um, you know he has you have the impact the uh, project selling um, the travel bags. bags, then have this podcast, then having music. But it's 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 a great time to be in now, where really at any time you can really hone your own craft and hone your own skills, and you can do it independently yes it does have to be part of a team and that 
that only propels you to do a lot more. But the tools are available and they're there for you to be able to, you know, the sky is the limit to do what you set your heart out to do. Keep on the grind, keep pushing, keep, you know, believing in yourself. So, I mean, just as you as an example, I know there are many of you out there that are also examples of where you have, you know, goals or dreams that you want to achieve, whether it's in music or whether it's in fashion whether it's in IT, whatever it is you are doing, you know, they also want to encourage you to keep going. Set those deadlines and those goals for yourself. It is, if it is that, okay, by the end of this week, I want to accomplish this. Try and propel yourself and push yourself to get it done. Um, as that, I guess sometimes that's like, you know, like the hard part when you're doing it solo is when it's like you can easily, you're kind of setting your own time. So sometimes you can kind of relax on like, oh, okay, I guess I have it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow oh, okay maybe tomorrow the next tomorrow or maybe okay next week I'll get this done but just set those deadlines for yourself to, to so you don't procrastinate and like keep pushing it yeah hammer hot whenever you think of an idea and don't don't let anything get you down if something doesn't work out you get back up and you keep pushing you know and seek out those relationships that will also kind of encourage you and propel you to to, to be the best that you can be as well you know, I mean, in my own journey, being a music uh, musician, uh, well, an artist, really, because it's a fusion of me doing graphic design, brand management, plus the music, um, being, a, you know, being a singer-songwriter. You can be everything nowadays. Like, you don't have to take on one role. You really don't, though. You really don't. You really don't. And you want various streams of, I mean, in this era, really, there needs to, as much as possible, you want to try and get various streams of income. You don't yeah. just on one you know okay be diversifying you have one thing okay well how what else can I do to create another space where I can generate income what else can I do to create another space where it's like I mean at least five to ten other other avenues that are streaming in things you know so um, definitely always kind of keep that in mind I mean and as I'm talking I'm talking to myself <laughs> because you know I'm encouraging myself like okay this is what I gotta do sorry the metro is background this is what I gotta do to just keep pushing you know I mean for the the, the album, my first album, really, that's what kind of, I was like, I said that there, like, no, it has to be out, like, May, you know, and different things happen where it'll be like, uh, you know, the mix is not right, or there's a setback, there's a delay in this thing, but, and it's like, oh, should I push it? It's like, no, I'm not going to push it today, I just got to keep on this, you know, I'll stay up late and finish the site, or I'll stay up late and do it, because I really want to stick to this May deadline, so um, that's kind of been, that that's, that's kind of been what I've kind of stuck to and tried to kind of keep going at you know I mean there are sometimes that it does slip and fall and worry okay maybe I guess if it's just not right then I have to you know maybe move it a week later but if you really really push yourself to stick to whatever deadline you it will just help you to kind of get the job done um, my, um, I mean let me also add that you know for more information about me my website is tolumidemusic.com in addition to singing I mean just because I also participate with a lot of events and you know, I love to, I love, I really love to share a culture and I love to like also um, really find ways to also kind of promote others that are doing different things. I post a lot of that on my my blog website. So the music website is tolumidemusic.com and then the blog website is simply just tolumide.com, you know. You have Instagram and Twitter too? Yeah, so my Instagram is tolumide and that's T O L U. M I D E. So there, I put a lot of um, you know videos. You know me just you know singing, but also just me just out and about. You know either cooking or traveling. Or, <laughs> you know I like to dance. You know so 
um, yeah, so I mean, within these times, I've been really thinking about, okay, what else can I do and offer people that, you know, would, you know, just give everyone some positive vibes and, you know, a lot of people at home, you know, cooking a lot more, you know, you know, trying to work out but not quite working out as often as they want to. Okay. So the things I started doing was like, okay, let me motivate, let me just go live and do my workouts live. And then, I mean, motivate myself, but then motivate others, you know, to try and, you know, just move and sweat a little bit, which is necessary for overall well-being. Because in this time, we want everything, you want your vitamins, you want to eat as much, you know, get as much of your nutrients and get your rest, get your, you know, get your um, relaxation, keep your anxiety low. Um, and all this is all, this is all, is all part of your, you know, full well-being that you want, you know, you want to have to be able to fight whatever comes your way, you know, health-wise, you know, and keep your spirits up. Exactly. Keep your spirits up. There's a lot going on. A lot of people are, like, going through a lot of stuff mentally, physically, yeah. spiritually. So you want to do everything you can just to keep your spirits up and make sure you're mentally, like, stable. Because being in the house, you feel confi- uh, confined and, like, in a mental place, like like a prison. Like, a lot of us... Especially on social media, you can tell none of a lot of us can handle like a prison facility or being in isolation. You can already tell. <laughs> so at least we have our freedom. So that's like that's something that you can like consider like a blessing at the end of the day. So really big blessing, really big blessing. No, I'm grateful. A lot of people, um, a lot of people, you know, are out of jobs, you know. So I mean, whatever. Exactly. What can even do to help? You know, there are a few um, websites that some of my friends sent where people, you know, they're taking donations. So that's certainly, even if it means if anyone that's in the opportunity to be able to work, if you can give to any of these non-profits or people are out there, or create campaigns of where you can, you know, offer something. If it's you know how to sew, to make masks for people, or you know, you know, the elderly that need it need it so much, or for or you know offer to pay for groceries for people in need but um i think that in this point in time i hope i i hope and uh, you know that people also think about ways that they can help others um if you are fortunate enough to still also have a job or have a means of in survival right now and uh, yeah i'm praying for you know the globe with everyone worldwide because this is no one is in isolation with this thing it's 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 everywhere this um, virus has spread so rapidly, and it, I mean, it does have scary moments when you're watching the news and see the numbers. It's like, wow, this is for real, mm-hmm. and it's so fast, so fast, you know, so, so fast. So keep safe, everybody, and um, you know, I'm sending positive vibes, prayers, you know, keep it prayed up. You know, now is the time. There's technology is there to use to keep in touch with all your loved ones. You know. Create, you know, let it be that okay. This is a break for you. You're gonna come out of this break with a list of what you accomplished. This break, you know, you know how sometimes when you go to summer break, when you go in high school, I think you go to summer break and then they write ask you to write the essay like, oh, how was your summer? What did you do? Do a whole essay. Exactly. Like this, like okay, what do you hope to accomplish? Is it to learn French? Can you come out of it and say, man, I learned how to speak French or I learned how to play the guitar? Or I did like an online class on how to build your website, like whatever it is you can give, like definitely better yourself, but also even offer to others is what one should be thinking about doing too in this in this time. So um, that's my encouragement to to everyone that's listening here. 
And uh, thank you so much for having me on your show, on your podcast. You know, no problem. Uh, you know how to get you on there. You know how to get you on here. Uh, yes, there are many more to come. Many more yes. to come. Keep posting along. Yeah, thank you so much. No and problem. Spell my name. I always have to spell it out because I've heard people say, "Is it, is it Tolumide or is it, <sighs> is it um, you know, there are different ways to pronounce it, but you know, it's Tolumide." For for syllable Tolumide and it's spelled as T O L U M I D E T O L U M I D E. I'm gonna say one more time. Third time is a charm. T O L U M I D E and that's Tolumide. Thank you so much. Tolumide, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for being on my podcast. NCAS podcast, and until next time. Thank you. <laughs> More than I can ever, ever do I cannot live this life doing